Hello, and welcome to Christian Networking Entrepreneurs, also known as CNE. I am your host, Prophetess Shalonda Johnson. And as always, we are so excited to have you here. Before we go any further, we're going to ask you to share, tag someone this information that we're going to give today. And our guest is absolutely amazing. And you don't want anyone to miss it. C&E is a platform created by Prophetess Teresa McCurry. And what this platform does is it, it showcases emerging uh, business owners, community leaders, and they have the opportunity to tell their testimony and strategies with our viewing audience. C&E is also an outreach ministry for New Beginnings Ministry where Apostle Gregory McCurry and Prophetess Teresa McCurry are the overseers of that ministry. If you are interested in being on CNE, and I know you want to come on and share with your share with us your testimony about your business, I can give you some information. The phone number to call is 216-916-9270. I'll say it again in a little slower. 216-916-9270, extension 4. Extension for if you are interested in coming on and being a guest of CNE. But as always, we have an amazing, amazing guest today. Our guest is Miss Ashley Wynn with Busy Boss Bakery. Yay. Busy Boss Bakery. So thank you for being our guest and welcome thank on the for show. Having me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. First of all, let's start off with the name, Busy Boss Bakery. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. So before we really get into the meat and potatoes, tell us a little bit about who you are, your background, your education. Just kind of bring us up to speed. So it's so funny whenever people say, you know, tell us who you are. It's just like, oh, my God. I mean, that's such a, a good question. Um, but uh I guess I'll start off with I'm a mother of five. I have uh, three girls, two boys, um, uh, two of which are twins. Um, I can start sharing my testimony. I was a teen mom. I had my first daughter when I was 17 years old. Um, I graduated high school. I went on to take some classes um, in college, but that just didn't pan out for me as well as I wanted it to, just because I just didn't know what it was I really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I went to school in New York, Poughkeepsie, New York, and then I traveled back home, and I still was doing some working around. And then uh, after I had my son, um, my the youngest one, God showed me that this was my passion. Bacon was my passion, and I just went full into it, and I've been doing it ever since. Oh, my goodness. So you said you did some a few other things kind of here and there. Was it bakery? Or was it something totally different? Completely different. It As was completely always. different. Like, <laughs> you know, I like when, when I think about high school and I used to be so jealous of people because they knew what they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. They had a plan for themselves. And I was just existing. I was just literally going through the halls like, hey, y'all, I'm here. But I never knew what I wanted to do. I knew yeah. it was going to be major. I knew it was going to be big. I did not know what it was going to be, and I didn't know the, the route. So um, I had a uh, my, my first niece, she had a special needs, and mm -hmm. I loved her so much, and I cared for her. So I thought, well, maybe I should do home health care. You yeah. know, that's something that I can do. It's easy. It comes natural. Um, but then, and I, and I began to work in that field and when I was in New York, but then going to school for it to get an actual degree, 
it was boring. <laughs> it was just like, you know, it, it just, it, it became a job, you know, yeah. and I was like in search of something that was not a job. Um, and then after that, I tried, uh, I'm like, okay, well, at that point, I had three children. So I'm like, hey, let me do early childhood education. I can do that. I got kids, you know, this is easy. You know, I can teach somebody's child to know their ABCs and no, it was not something that I was passionate about. So now I'm like, okay, where do I, what am I doing? Because I have no mm-hmm. idea. When I was younger, I would have these shows to myself, my imaginary shows where I'm baking, I'm preparing. I said I would be on food ne- uh, the Food Network channel, uh-huh. and I would prepare these meals, but I never wanted to be a cook. But I never thought about baking. It just mm-hmm. was, you know, I wanted, I knew I was good at it. It was something that I could do, but I just didn't think of it as a career. And... Um, I want to say it was it was it was around the time I had I got pregnant with my last son Miles, and we went for um, the twenty week checkup to find out if we have an, a boy or a girl mm-hmm. because we need a tiebreaker. All right, we got right. three girls. We need this boy. All right, we need this boy to come through. And um, when I went to the doctors and they said, "Okay, congratulations, you're having a boy," and it was like, "Yes." So I go to get off the table. And she's like, "Wait, something else." Something's not right. Baby is not moving the way baby's supposed to move. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there, and now this is baby number five. I ain't never heard this before. Now, I know you're not about to tell me I'm having another set of twins. I know you're not about to say that. <laughs> if that's what you're about to say, save it, lady. I'm leaving. Okay, that's not about to happen. And she said, no. She said, let me call my my, my head doctor in so mm-hmm. he can look at the ultrasound. And so now I'm, I'm filled with all of these worries. I don't know, you know, this is, you know, I see my baby, you know. I feel him moving, so what could this be? And so she comes in the room and she says, um, she looks at the ultrasound and she says, yeah, well, it's com- he, uh, the doctor confirmed that it looks like your son is going to be born with a rare condition called arthrogryposis multiplex congenitia. I had to study to be able to say it like that. Mm-hmm. But when she said it, just the word alone was scary. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? I can't even pronounce, like, Mm-hmm. Hold on, back up, rewind. What are you saying? And so she said that in the, in in his case, or in the case of when children are diagnosed with arthrogryposis, multiplex congenitia, it's a very slim chance that they will have any normalcy in life. That um, he probably will never walk. He could be affected developmentally. We don't know. So mm-hmm. if you if you want to abort, now is the time to abort this child right now. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and so I go home, I have that conversation um, with my husband and I say, you know, I'm crying and I'm just like, is it something that I did? Is it something that I, you know, that's what you you think of. You worry Mm -hmm. about that. And so I go to Google and I'm looking up, what is this? You know, and I'm seeing all the worst case scenarios ever. Worst case scenarios. And so finally, you know, I'm, I'm praying and I'm asking God and he says, you're going to keep your baby. And I said, you know what? I'm going to give my, my son a, uh, a chance. You know, I don't I don't believe what the doctors are saying. I don't think God put this baby here for no reason. I'm going to give him a chance. And so we go on with the pregnancy. But while I'm going through it, I'm like, God, I got to I need to do I need something to be able to be home to give him the best. Because they told me that my son is not going to be able to walk. He's not going to be able to do this and this and this. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, God, what am I supposed to do at the time? I was working um, for Chase. I was a, a, a bank teller, and, um, you know, that was consistent for me. You know, it was consistent. I had something that I knew every two weeks I was going to hit my yeah. account. 
I can take care of my kids. I can take care of my bills. We were good, you know, as far as that. And, uh, and so I, I, um, he said to, he gave me this vision that I was going to be leaving my job, but he never told me when or what for. So moving forward, we're going along in the pregnancy and my daughter, she's having a birthday come up. Now at the time I had on the side, my hobby was event planning. So I I was doing events. I was doing decorations and balloons and table decor and stuff like that Mm -hmm. for events, but it was nothing consistent for me to say, I can leave my job to be able to be my son's caretaker full time. So she comes to me and she says, mom, my birthday's coming up, and I want a nice cake. And I said, okay, that's fine. So she sends me a picture of this cake, and it's this really extravagant unicorn cake. And I looked at the cake, and I said, you're crazy. I said, first off, I'm not making that cake, and I'm not paying for it to get yeah. made. And she looked at me with this, I mean, I, I can't even express the look on her face. And she said, mommy, but I believe in you. She said, mommy, mm-hmm. I know you can do it. And I went to Walmart, I went to Target, I went to Michael's, I went and bought all of the supplies I needed to make this cake, Mm -hmm. you know, and I stayed up all night and I watched the YouTube videos and I studied it and I, and I learned how to scope and I made this girl this cake and I've been baking ever since. (laughs) I never knew that I was passionate about baking. I never knew I loved it, but that's when I found what I was passionate about mm-hmm. and I and I ran with it. I started taking pictures and I started posting and they, and they were some pretty ugly things that I created, but I I was like I wasn't stopping. I yeah, was I was yeah. going, I was going cuz I I had got bit and I'm like I got to see where this is going to take me. I never knew that this would propel me into where it has I have my own business now. I have a brick and mortar. And it's, it was just something that was kind of like, "Oh, I'm going to just do it on the mm-hmm, side." Mm-hmm. No, it just it carried me on through. And it's going to continue to carry me on through. So I, I never knew that that's what it was going to be, but I'm so excited that I, I, I followed, you know, what God gave me. So it took this uh, unforeseen situation with your son. Yeah. To kind of say, okay, something has to change. Something has to and change. And I think it's just so amazing because there is nothing like, people can say they believe in you all day long. Yeah. But when your kids is like, look, look, you got this. You got it, it does something completely, completely um, uh, different to us. And I think it's so funny because they watch us every day. Yeah. And they really see how we're handling business. Sometimes we're moving so fast yeah. that we just handling business. We're doing what we do. Right, right. And they're looking at us in amazement. Like, look, look, I know she can do that. Yeah. I had a similar conversation with my daughter and we started a business and she just was so, in- she was so encouraging. Yeah. And it was just like, forget everybody else. Right. My 18 year old said I can do it. That's all I need. I can do you know? it. She is, you know, I, when, when I, when I said that we were going to go ahead and move forward with this, I said, Naya, you're going to be my manager. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because any any uh, business uh, uh, decisions I make, I go to her first. I say, okay, look, this is something that we just got. What do you think about it? She'll say, mm, no, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, my, you about to kill it. So it's she yeah. is my encourager. She is somebody that is, she pushes me, she pushes me, and I'm so grateful for her. I, I really am because it was something so simple but when she said, Mommy, you can do it, I believe in you, it put me back in my childlike mind. Like, I said yeah. I could do anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's something that I, I I wanted to be fearless. I didn't want anything to make me afraid. So this is my opportunity. I'm taking it. And I'm yeah. about to do the best. And So that's what it was. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's that childlike faith. I think yeah. sometimes we become adults and we get into the world. Yeah. And then um, 
because of ups and downs and no's. You know, sometimes our faith is shaken, but that childlike faith That's, is like yeah. anything, anything could, act, could happen. I got a good feeling in you, and you're like, okay, well. We're going to go with the feeling. <laughs> so this happened before Miles was born. This happened before Started Miles off. was born. So okay. this is, that was like the birth of it. And so once he was born, um, uh, once he was born, Miles was here. We had, you know, he had his procedures, you know, at the time they still, they didn't know if he was going to, if he was affected developmentally, but he was physically affected. He was affected in his uppers and in his, in his lowers, meaning his shoulders, his arms, mm -hmm. his wrists were, uh, um, were contracted inward, um, and his feet, he had a uh, club feet. And so it just coming out, I was just like, God, okay, you said I can do it. Okay, mm -hmm. God, you know. So I bring him home, and we're doing all of, the, uh, all of the procedures. And thankfully, my job was so understanding. They they were definitely supportive. So it really hurt me when it came time for me to leave. Yeah. And um, I was just sharing this with the, with someone yesterday. I said, I can remember sitting in the in the, the parking lot. Now, this is at the beginning of COVID now. This mm -hmm. was 2020, so COVID really hit in, in March. So I want to say I left in June, June, July. This is when people are, you know, not sure they're coming back to work. It's, yeah. it's hard to get people to stay, and I never left a job like that. I never did. I, I always believe in you, you leave a job the right way, and I remember pulling up to the job. I'm, I'm sitting in the parking lot, and I'm sitting in the car, and I'm crying because God telling me no. Mm -hmm. No. And I'm like, I want, no. So I'm literally sitting there trying to say, God, just let me finish this out. He said, when I say no, it's no. You're mm -hmm. supposed to give this woman your keys, go get that business, and move forward. I'm like, but it don't make sense. Well, that's how you know that you are in the right place that you're supposed to be because it's not supposed to make sense. Yeah. That's when yeah. faith takes over. You know, and I was sitting there trying to make sense. We're like, God, I don't got the money for this. I can't do this. And, and, and what's going to happen? No. So I, I called my manager and I'm crying. I said, I know this is the worst time and I'm so sorry, but God told me I'm not supposed to come back, you know? And so I didn't go back and um, I went and I, I, I paid my deposit and everything. For now, the, wait, wait, mm -hmm. when is this? Like what, what, what how, how long ago are we talking about? So we're talking about COVID. This is, this is 2020. 2020. This is 2020 when everybody is actually, <laughs> that's the last thing you want to do is quit a job yeah. and, and try to go into a business when places are shutting down. And yeah, this was, you talking about my, my job was consistent. I'm leaving my consistent job. I got five kids at home. Not to mention, I'm going through a whole separation situation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So all of the things are stacked up to me and say, Ashley, this is a bad idea. Mm -hmm. But God is saying, now, yeah. now, yes. I had no idea what was ahead of me, but I, I, I listened and I jumped and, you know. Well, let me ask you a question. How long between your old, your, I think your oldest daughter's birthday party and this big leap of faith where you're leaving your, your stability, right. how long in between? So, um, uh, da, 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 da. this is. So Miles was born 20, 2017. This was uh, when Anaya came to me with this. This no, actually, yeah, twenty seventeen. He was born. So Miles was actually born when Anaya came to me and said, "Ma, I want you to make the okay. cake." So her birthday was in April. So that so we're now going from April two thousand eighteen until now. It's wow. It's two thousand and 
I started baking. I started baking. This is what built up my courage to quit. Okay. Um, because at that time, I was baking from 2018. I'm doing little side jobs. I have created this Instagram. It's important, y'all. Build up your Instagram. Everything, Instagram, <laughs> social media is everything. I literally started my bakery on Instagram. I was just taking pictures of everything I had. And so from there... Um, people will start ordering and placing orders and stuff. So mm-hmm. now I'm getting, you know, I'm getting my clientele was building up. This is from 2018. I got the whole 2018, 2019. Now I'm like, I'm getting orders. I'm thinking like, I don't think I can keep up. You know, like this okay. is it's a lot coming through. And so when 2020 um, comes, I'm getting this idea like, okay, maybe I should go. I, I was walking down Larchmere and I was walking, me and my sister were exercising and I looked inside of this building that said, you know, for rent. And I looked in it and when I looked in the window, I saw what my bakery looks like now. I didn't see the white walls. I didn't see the green chalkboard. I saw my pink glitter wall. I saw the mm-hmm. chairs. I saw the customers smiling. I pink saw, glitter wall. I That's mean, my type of girl. I mean, I saw, it, it, was, it was all of that. And so I'm like, this is my bakery. Yeah. And that's all I saw. I just had the vision. I knew, you know, and so when it came time for, you know, once I'm like, okay, God, when am I supposed to do it? I'm waiting to, for my bank account to make sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. My bank account never made sense. <laughs> it still don't make sense. <laughs> it still don't make sense. But he told me to go. He told me to do it. And that's what I did. And everything else fell into place. So you turned in your keys at uh, Chase. At Chase. And then from that point on, how how long? Because we're in... We're, we're kind of smack dab going into pandemic. So we are, this is the pandemic. Now. Okay. You are, what are you thinking? You know? Because March pandemic started March is, in June. You so opened June, it. Okay. So June, I, no, I, now I didn't open it though. This okay. is the thing. I didn't open it. I got my keys to the facility. We wouldn't open for a whole nother year because wow. he told me to, to go and I went, I got the keys. Now I'm like, okay, cool. We in here. I got my little my mixer i'm bringing it from home i didn't brought it into the spot i said okay cool i can bring this oven and i'm i had no idea what i was getting myself into because none of what i thought was gonna happen happened okay. now i'm getting into okay well now there's uh you got zoning laws you got okay these are the things you got to do a build out and you gotta you gotta meet these regulations and did you get an architect and i'm like a what a who a how a when a what what do you mean? I literally yeah. just gave my, what do I got to do now? I, okay, God. All right. You told me to move and I moved and now I got to do all of this stuff. And where's this money coming from? So we had another guest on maybe a few months ago and she talked about uh, knowing about the zoning and permits and things, especially when you're going in certain areas. So yes. your bakery is in Lunchmere, yes. which is Shaker. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And so, and they are very serious about that. And even, you know, I'm sorry, coming into the community, um, you want to be, a, the other merchants need to know what's coming into the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I think I'm like, I'm, over like I'm just this is too much I didn't expect for all of this I didn't even think it through and so you know um my advice seriously would be you know to know what you're getting yourself into you know know be prepared because um in hindsight I could have failed because I wasn't prepared Right, right but I thank God that he had me even in the midst of all of that and that was still a part of his plan because I'm right here sitting right now telling you the testimony that 
God did. You know, I walked into that building, you know, it, there was no nothing. There were no appliances, no furniture. And I remember um, calling down to the Urban League, and I had a relationship with one of the ladies down there, and I'm calling her, and I'm like, I went, I, I got the keys, I got the business, I signed the lease, and now I don't have any money, and I'm, I need to do this, and I'm crying, I'm crying, and she says, stop crying. Call this man. He's an architect. He should be able to help you. Mm-hmm. So I called the architect. I called a guy, and I'm explaining my situation. And he says, well, when can you get there? When can you get up there? And I said, I can get there now. So I, he says, okay, I'm going to meet you now. So he goes, and he meets me, and he's walking around. And he's, and he's, you know, doing all these estimates. I didn't already looked up another architect. And, you know, architects, you say the word architect, yeah, you're talking about thousands of thousands yeah, of times. very expensive. And all I could think about is I quit my job. I got to make some, I got to bring in some more money. You know yeah. what I mean? I got to make some money. So we got to open up. I'm thinking we're opening up this year. This is now the 2020, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And, um, no, it, it didn't happen, but God was still moving. He was still moving. And, and that goes with the whole trusting, you know, um, you gotta, you gotta trust God. You gotta trust God past your comfortableness, past that comfortable level you yeah. have to, because tr- faith and trusting God, it, it literally, it crushes what comfortable means. Oh, absolutely. You get what I'm saying? You yeah. can't, you can't sit there and say, God, I trust you. God, I have faith, but then you want to be comfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, you Comfortability can't do, is literally. It goes yeah. out the window when, when faith steps in, you know, and I was extreme. I was stretched. I was, I'm like, Lord, I don't know how this is going to happen. So when a guy comes in, he's, you know, he's looking around and he says, I said, so how much is it going to cost? And he says, well, I'm already started. You pay me as you can. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. God. All right. God. He, but first he comes and he hold, he says, give me your hands. And I'm like, Right, Right, hold on now. I know I'm crying and vulnerable, but listen now. He says, give me your hand. So he takes my hands and he begins to pray with me. He says, God, you've already worked it out. Whatever this young lady is in need of, I never met this man before. Whatever this young lady is in need of, you already worked it out. So we're just going to say thank you, God, in advance. So then he calls me the next day. He says, "Um, I got a surprise for you. I need you to come up to the shop. Now, Now, after he left, and he prayed with me. He's he's you know he said he gonna get started. He's gonna get up the the, the uh, drawings, the pl- the floor plans. I got on that floor and I literally I never cried out to God like I did that day. I mean I cried, I cried. I said God, you told me this is what I was supposed to do. God, I need you to send me a sign. I need you to send me a sign, God. I need I need help. I said, yeah. I need somebody to come in my life that's not going to take advantage of me because I don't know what I'm doing. I need someone, God, that you have sent. So the next day, the architect guy calls, and he says, I got a surprise with you. I need you to come meet me tomorrow at 5. I said, okay, all right. So I meet him tomorrow at 5. I'm sitting there. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, all right, God, how you about to do this? My business partner walks through the door. Somebody that I had prayed for that I didn't know was coming through the door. Mm -hmm. He sent this man to be a blessing into my life. He said, listen, we have this foundation where we help businesses get, you know, startup, uh, startup costs. He said, so either you can, you can, um, you can pay for the labor and we'll cover the the cost for the material. No, he said you can pay for the materials and we'll cover uh, labor or you can give us a percentage of your business, you know, a small percentage for this amount of money. And I'm sitting here like, God, well, listen here, sir. So kind of like the shark tank. Yeah, kind of like, I didn't know what I was getting, but I'm like, listen here, sir, I ain't got nothing. So I can't pay for no materials. I'm going to have to go with this percentage. But my spirit was like, I didn't feel any kind of way. I didn't feel 
worried or stressed out or anything like that. I just felt like that was an answer to the prayer. Okay, so you didn't feel like that. Like I, I'm forced into this decision. You no, didn't. Okay. I felt like you because know, that's a very common feeling that's when very, your back is against the wall and yeah. you've actually, you know, you you you've given everything. everything. You give your sweat, you give your like, tears, and all your money. I'm like, come on, whatever and you about to do. Yeah. But when he walked in and he came, and I just I had such a peace. I had such a peace, and I said, you know, however you gonna work this out, because I'm a firm believer. God, if it's not if it's not for me, don't even let that person come through the door. Don't mm -hmm. even let it, you know, it, I, I believe that much that if, if it's not for me, it won't even happen. It won't come into fruition. So uh, so we end up moving forward with the with the partnership. And um, a year later, the business opened and we did everything, everything that I was worried about. I'm like, God, I'm going to do this. God, I'm going to pay for this. God, I'm going to. God made a way. God provided. Yeah. So um, it was just it, it was for me. Uh, it's. It's, it's faith. It's, it's trusting God. I, I think that's the only thing I can I, I have taken away from when you trust God and you say and you give God your yes and you and you put him forward. First and foremost, everything else will fall into place, you know, but he wants he he's he's trying to do. I remember I want to say it was Apostle um, McCurry. He said God's trying to do a God did it testimony. He wants a God did it yeah. testimony. And this is a God did it testimony. It wasn't nothing Ashley did. I couldn't even think this far. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So how long have you actually been in business now? So, Maybe two? So the business, so, uh, the location has been open. It'll be a year, uh, July 3rd, 2022. So coming up on a year. But we have officially, we've been an LLC since, uh, uh, I want to say 2019. So it's been two years, three, three years, two mm -hmm. years that we've been in business. So if you had a your business philosophy, what, what, what would you say your business philosophy? What is that thing that you've kind of, or a statement you've coined for your business? Find what you're passionate about. Yes. And let it take you the rest of the way. Um, I don't knock anyone that has gone to college. Um, I wish I tried it, and I, and I wanted it to work for me, but that wasn't my thing. But it, it wouldn't have worked anyway because I didn't know what I was passionate about. Mm -hmm. You know, I was literally just grabbing straws. I was literally just trying to find something that would work for me. But the moment I found what I was passionate about, I was doing it. I was up to five, six o'clock in the morning, still having to go to the, to the bank and work and stuff. But it was something that I love to do. I love doing it. And so I would just say, find what you're passionate about. Yeah. And once you find what you're passionate about, it's not a job. You know, you don't mind studying it, you know, and, and finding more information on it. And so, um, you know, you talked about college and typically, you know, the, what, what we expect is, you know, you go to high school, then you kind of go off to college and, you know, you find your million dollar, well, not million dollar, because you're not getting a million dollar job. Right. <laughs> you right, find right. Your, job, <laughs> your job that makes that life, life comfortable. But what we find out is that everyone is not, um, I don't even want to use the word college material. That's just mm -hmm. not their their area that they're uh, successful in. Right. They have another vision. They have something totally, totally different. Right. And I and I and I talk about that because I just had a daughter graduate, and my oldest went off to college, and mm -hmm. just exactly how I wanted to do that. Right. 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 But I had another one, and she was like, "Uh, uh That's not this me. is not me." Mm -mm. And I'm like, "Okay, right? <laughs> okay." But she started, and she found something, like you said. That she loved. Loved to do. And she was so passionate about yeah. it. And literally, she started a business. She, she's doing very, very well. And I think sometimes we underestimate that thing that makes us happy. Yeah. Because I believe that um, um, 
God gives us the desires of our heart. Yeah. And and it is his will for us to enjoy life. It Mm -hmm. is his will for us to be happy with life. It is not his will for us to kind of just be existing, as you said before. Um, And that thing that makes you happy, that thing that that you're good at, that thing that God has gifted you to do can actually be a financial resource Mm -hmm. for you. Yeah. If you put the work or you put the time in uh, into it. So I, I love that. And we're seeing some, and it's crazy because um, I don't know if you remember, maybe about a couple of years ago, uh, the Food Network started to like really boom with all these uh, different uh, people that would come on. But they had this one show called, uh, I think, Cupcake Wars. Uh-huh, yeah. And when Cupcake Wars came out, it's like, Every cupcake, every business, <laughs> everything. And it's amazing because you're about to go into bakery. You're about to go into that. But then God begins to highlight your business on yeah. national TV. Yeah. So now the world is ready for yeah. the bakery. Yeah, the world is ready for it. They're ready. They, they, are, they are expecting. And it's oh, just kind of like... I didn't even know, you know, like that. I, this was this was the yeah. vein that I was getting ready to go into. But now, like you said, they're expecting it. They want it. They are hungry for it. So, what better time than now to get into something that's so, you know, awesome? So that is very, very true. That it is. Uh, it, it's it's my time. <laughs> it was yeah. creating before I was even in place. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So now you're in business. Like I said, you're you're in Shaker of Lunchmere, mm-hmm. and you're in a very Nice area. It's a nice area. And I didn't know that it was, I mean, I knew that it was nice, but I had no idea uh, what I was getting myself into before I got there. So now that I'm there and I'm just like, oh my God, this is the best place. Okay. So let's, let's, let's go back a little bit. If you could give our viewers some advice um, and some things that you would have done differently in Mm -hmm. hindsight, we know that all things work together for the good, but in hindsight, some things that you said, you didn't know what you were getting into. So if you could talk to Ashley in 2019, right. What would you tell Ashley? Ooh, girl. Um, I would tell her, um, Prepare, prepare yourself. Um, you need to know about the business side. When I got into it, I knew about baking. I knew that's something that I was doing. I, I loved it, but I had no idea about the business side. Yeah, the the P and Ls, and you know how much something should cost the the the, the cost margin, and 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 um how much I'm going to pay my employees, or how much do you know I got to pay my overhead, and I got to get insurance, business insurance, and you got to get insurance for um for 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 yourself, and you want to make sure that you have uh what what is how to do an Excel sheet. <laughs> How to, you know, to, to, to create your inventory and who do you want to shop with and who do you want to get your supplies from? It was so much that once I got into it, cause then, cause once I got it, it was like, okay, you have to figure out, um, when are we going to open? So now, okay, when are we going to open? I'm stressing about that. We need the equipment. We need this, we need that. But now that I'm open, okay, how much are you bringing in? How much do you need to make sure that you're making to be able to pay your overhead? And you got to be able to pay your your employees. You got to be able to pay this. And how much are you trying to save them up? We still got to get this. And what happens when the equipment breaks down? Oh, my God. So make sure that you are preparing. You are dotting all of those I's and crossing those T's. Um, Another thing, like we were discussing before, marketing is everything. Marketing mm-hmm. is everything. Um, people, it's, so we are living in a social media time. 
everything is on social media. You have to get, you know, your presence out there on social media because it's not so much that people are reading the magazines or reading the yep. newspapers like they used to. You know, people are looking, okay, can I, is this on my phone? Can I access this right now on my smartphone, on my tablet? I need to, what flyers do they have? What promotions, you know, do they have sales? So I, once I got into, uh, once we opened, it was like, okay, well, are you available here? What platform are you on? Yeah. You know, um, now yeah. there's TikTok, now there's YouTube. So making yourself very much aware of your craft, perfect your craft and all in, in every aspect of that, you know, know what you're getting yourself into, know about your business, know what, what is going to, what is it that is going to help you stand apart? Why should I choose you over everybody else that's mm -hmm. been doing it for years? You know what I mean? Like I got into this and I'm like, there's bakers that are, you know, better than me you know they they have more years under their belt but for some reason people want to come to busy boss bakery yeah so what is that thing about your business that makes people say okay i know they that you know my family trust them or i you know i've been going to them for years but this person is where i want to go you mm -hmm. know what stands you apart so yeah you excuse me you talked about that excuse me social media aspect mm -hmm. That is absolutely, we talked about it a little bit early before we came on. It is absolutely huge in the day and age that we're in. Yes. Um, that that you have to be visible. And back in the day, visibility looked like a phone book. Yeah, yeah. It looked like um, maybe, you know, a flyer, but visibility looks different. And like you said, as far as going into the business, it's one thing to know the bakery in. Mm -hmm. But the business in is it's so essential different. because I tell people all the time, and we've talked about this a lot, viewers, that there is a difference between you can have money coming in and you not be really making money. No. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I know about that. And that's because I did not understand the business side of yeah. it. You know, I wasn't, I was just putting prices on stuff. But I'm not, at the end of the day, I'm like, well, shoot, this container costs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this absolutely. This fork is, you know, a, you know, a, packs, a package of forks or, 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 or coffee cups. Like, it adds up. But if you're not, if you didn't take the time to put all of those numbers together, and it does take time, like, you can't avoid that. And I think I was trying to, but like, uh, I don't need to do that. I don't need to. You have to take time to make sure that you know what you're bringing in, what you're putting out. Because if you don't, you will not see a profit. And it'll look like, it'll look good. Like, oh, well, for the year you made such and such and such. A, but you're actually in the red. Absolutely. <laughs> you're Absolutely. in the red. Absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, I, I found out that there is some different software that they have out now mm -hmm. where you can actually kind of put your information in. Like if I buy 300 forks and, you know, um, kind of it gives you what the price should be. Right, right. And we're discussing these things because uh, it does make a difference. Right. It does make a difference. And you're saying like now you're seeing how um, all of those play a factor into a successful, yes, yes. healthy yes. business. Yes, yes. A successful, healthy business. Yes. So you would say to yourself, kind of research the business end of things. Yeah, I would say slow down. Slow down. Yeah. <laughs> Slow down because it's, it's, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. But when it gets here, if you're not prepared, it could fall through. You know what I mean? You know, it, it, if you don't slow down and put first things first, that's almost kind of like, don't put the cart before the horse. Yeah. That's saying like, you have to make sure that you are get a, get a, um, get a, what is it? A, um, a outline. 
you know, making sure that you have hit all of those important things. If it's a question that you can't answer, then that's something that you have to work on. And you can't put, you don't, and my thing is I, I don't know how to delegate. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm finding out about myself. I'm not a good delegator, so I'm asking God to help me with that. So you just want to do it all? I want to do it all because I, I can't explain what I want done, but I know what I want done. Yeah. I know how it needs to be done. But uh, but to, to go to that, you can't give somebody a job if you don't know how to do it. How do you know if it's being done right? Mm-hmm. How do you know if they're you know not cheating you or they're missing something? You know, So you have to understand the business part before you can say, okay, well, one, well I'm going to just hire somebody to do it. If you don't understand it, you're really kind of shooting yourself in the foot, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely teach yourself about the business, about your business and how you want it to be ran. And and, and I love that. Let's, let's segue into um, your business doesn't have to look like anybody else's right. business. Right. So what one bakery does or what one company does, you can do something completely, totally different. Exactly. But like you said, understanding the vision yeah. is one thing to have the vision, but another thing to understand the vision yes. And once you understand vision, you can execute vision. You can execute it, yeah, yeah. And another thing I wanted to say about um, um, just advice to myself and to also people that are going into entrepreneurship is um, knowing what the end game is. Oh, Because once you know what the end game is, when those tough times come, when those trials come, when those hardships come, you'll know why you're holding on. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? You'll say, okay, I know this is coming. But in a couple seconds, it's going to stop, you know, because I know what I'm headed towards. Yeah. You know, um, um, when you don't know the you, when you don't know the end game, you don't know what the what what your purpose is. Uh, when those hardships come, you'll drop it to the side. OK, I'm going to go into this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to just go. Cause your reason so why you don't know. You have to know your reason why. Why am I sacrificing? Why am I withstanding all of this stuff? If you know it, that won't even be a question. You just keep going. You yeah. just keep pursuing. You just keep pushing. So know why you're doing it. Know your why. Um, um, and then, and I like to say, my why is because Busy Boss Baker is going to be a household name. Got it. It's yeah. going to be a household name, and that's what I tell myself. I put it: Busy Boss Bakery will be a household name. So mm-hmm. whatever I'm going through right now, whatever I'm, I, whatever I need to learn, or I gotta, and it might seem stupid. Why do you need to know how much it costs to ship stuff? Because Busy Boss Bakery is gonna be a household name. Absolutely. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you gotta get your, get that in your mind, and once you get your why, then everything else it just, it won't even matter. It'll carry you through it'll the carry, rough seasons. It, it'll be the, what holds you yeah. on. It'll be, you know, it, it'll keep you. And um, um, I love what you talked about the the why. Because there are seasons in businesses, just like in life, where right. there may be a season that is a little slower than the other season. Right. And being able to forecast, okay, I see this coming, mm-hmm. or I know this season is not the, the, the most productive season. Right. But then I know around holiday time, you I need to be up. prepared right. for being able to forecast yeah. what's going on. Yeah. And that is so important in a, a, a visionary with a, a business and, and being able to see where um, do I want to grow? Right, right. Is my end game just staying here forever? In your case, your end game is being a household name. Yeah. Which means that it's not just a location. No. So we're talking about shipping. Yeah. We're talking about um, warehouse. We're talking about all these different things. Yeah. But understanding where your end game is at, it is right. very hard to bring someone in your company and have them see your vision when you don't have you one. You don't have one. And you're like, but I just want you to, and it's just like, I, I mean, I'm willing to rock with you but what are we doing here what are we doing yeah what are we doing here because that's also their time 
That's awesome. You know what I mean? You when when you got somebody that's in your space, you taking a lot of their energy. But it, and it and it won't matter to them if they know why they're giving it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you can you can give them that vision. This is what we're doing this for. This is why you know we're gonna be out here. We might. I'm gonna need you to. You can't get paid this week. You know what I mean? But if you hang on in there, I promise you, this is what's going to happen down the line. So when somebody can, and you have to be transparent in business. You mm -hmm. have to be transparent. Mm -hmm. You have to be. Um, because when you can be transparent, God will send you those people that are for you and they can help you build. So let's talk about that because oftentimes we've talked about entrepreneurship, but your entrepreneurship is a little bit different. You can't do this on your own. Mm -mm. You need employees because mm -hmm. you can't open the shop up uh, every day no. by yourself and no. take care of your family because the whole point of being an entrepreneur right. was to, to be with my family. Exactly. <laughs> but understanding even with that for those first few years, uh, it might seem like you're working probably more hours than you would yeah. at a traditional location. So now you're, you're opening up this business. You have this business, you have this vision, but now you need employees. Mm -hmm. And um, I put a post not too long ago, um, a couple of weeks ago about what it is to be a, um, entrepreneur but to have a staff now uh this is it's almost like in your mindset this has to work it gotta work because people are depending on you you to. talked about um uh, I, I got a couple of people that work in my company and they just ride or die. They, they, they understand the yeah. vision. They understand the direction. Yeah. They don't mind giving a little bit. They don't mind doing what they have to do to make it work. But on the same token, as an employer, you want to be good to those that's good to you. Mm -hmm. You have to be. That's so let's what talk about it. that, 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 that having employees and, and what that looks like in a business. So for me, I'm, I'm very grateful because uh, I would like to call my bakery uh, a family-ran business because you come into Busy Boss Bakery, you're going to be greeted by my mother. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Busy Boss Bakery. My name is Gail. That is her tag. Like, that's what she says when you walk in. And then you have my Aunt Deborah, and then you have Anaya, you know. And so we are the face of Busy Boss yes. Bakery. And... Um, I, I need those on my core. They There's days where I'm like, I come in there and I don't even speak. Like, it's not like I'm mad, but I'm just like, I'm so like, listen, there's yes. one of them days. You got that. You got that. Make sure you go ahead and make that coffee. You got to go get them dishes, sweep that floor. And I'm, and, you know, yeah. I'm not, when, when I walk in there, I am not mom. I'm not niece. I'm not daughter. I'm, hey, that's the boss. Yeah. You know, and she I know she over she got something on her mind. She she thinking about something. So let's make sure we are in place so we can take the heavy off of her. Whatever mm. it is that can make it easier for her. And they connect with me. You know, there's a lot of times they say, you know what, we're gonna go in a little bit earlier today. We're gonna take care of this is this so that way when you get in, you can go ahead and smooth sail. So it's so important to have that. And I haven't been able to bring on anyone else because I need them to understand the vision. I need yes. them to be able to pick that up. You They're know, the pillars they, right now. Yeah, they are the pillars. And yeah. so they, you know, and when when I know that when someone, when God sends someone, it, it's not even going to be a, a issue, like a struggle. They'll just, it'll just blend in. You know, they'll just mesh with everybody else mm -hmm. in the atmosphere. Because also... People come in there, not just, I mean, my, my desserts are delicious, don't get me wrong, but it's the atmosphere that comes with it. It's the it's that presence that people feel, and it's just like, it's just something about here that we love. I need someone that to come a part of it to add to that, 
not yeah. to take away from the experience. You get what I'm saying? So when trying to hire people, it's okay. To, yeah, I need people. I need I need the hands. But I'm not just going to bring anybody into There's an atmosphere in here yes. that you got to be able to add to. You know, and if you can't add to that, I don't need somebody at the at the at the register. Hey, what you want that? Okay, you want all right, that's fine. Hey, how are you? How you doing today? That's the type of energy I need. It has to fit because we have a culture in there. You got to be able to fit it. So you can't just hire anybody. So if that means I got to sacrifice, I got to stay here a little bit longer. I can't do that today because I don't have anybody else. I'm waiting until I know that person that's perfect for that position. It will come through and be able to, you know, pick up and take off. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about because we got about 15 minutes left. Mm. Okay, we talked about you have a, let's say, a young entrepreneur. Right. And they have this vision, excuse me, they have this vision, this goal. What would you say to them? Let's give them some encouraging words about, we talked about understanding your area, understanding uh, the business part of it, but um, and understanding your highs and your lows. But what any other information or encouraging words you would give? A young entrepreneur, because what we are seeing is that entrepreneurs are younger and younger and younger now. Mm -hmm. And one thing about the millennials, people can say what they want to say about the millennials and they do have their little hang ups. Yeah. But I think they are. They're fearless. They are absolutely. I learn from them all the time. My daughters, because they they feel like there's nothing that they can't do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They they broke the mode of the traditional having to get up at eight o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and punch in a clock mm-hmm. and hopefully their retirement will be there. Right. And so they have broken that mold altogether. They have shown us a new way to do business and right. a new way to be self-sufficient. Right, right, right. So um, I think we kind of talked about that even with the Instagram and things of that nature. So we see such a big shift right now. So what's some encouraging words we would give to a young entrepreneur? Then we're going to talk about these desserts. <laughs> so for um, someone that's just getting out there, getting started, I would say trust yourself. Trust yourself. Your vision is your vision. You can't expect to, and also know what to keep to yourself because Mm. there's a lot of people that because they can't dream the way you dream is stupid. Yeah. So you have to know what to keep to yourself and you stay focused. Your vision is your vision, you know? Um, and, and, and I would say, stay true to it, you know, give it all you have. Uh, the worst thing that can happen is it doesn't happen. Or it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, play out. But it's still a part of that journey because now you know what didn't work. Yeah, you know, yep. it's now, a learning. It's a learning. It's all a part of it. You know, um, my my uh, my mom says is is on the drive training. You won't know if it works or not if you don't actually put your foot to it. Yeah, you know. So 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 stay focus you know your vision is your vision don't let anyone else come in and try to say well no maybe you should do this no maybe you should do you know what you see you know I think one thing I would I love that and I think I would add to that and it's one thing that I have just been uh, really kind of meditating on for the last couple of months is don't shrink yourself for anyone. So you can say that again. (laughs) Don't shrink for anyone or let anyone shrink you. No, no, no. Be bold. Be bold. You know what I mean? Be daring. You know, continue to break the mold. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and I, I for me, I, uh, and even for, this is a personal thing that, you know, you said, uh, uh, don't shrink yourself because I would always kind of like, uh, being pretty was just enough, you know, mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. it, you know, so I didn't want to talk and, and, and show my brains because I didn't want to outshine anybody else. I didn't want to make anybody else feel inferior, but no, I'm not shrinking myself for nobody else. I'm about to step up in this room and say what I need to say because this is what I believe. This is what's about to happen. This yes. is what it is, you yeah, know? So yeah. definitely and don't I lo- shrink yourself. Oh, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I love that because, um, that's confidence. Mm-hmm. That is confidence where you're not comparing yourself to anyone. You don't no. think you're better than anyone, right. but you understand you bring something to you the table. You understand. And there's and, and you're not in competition with nobody. Absolutely. But yourself, who you were yesterday, that's who you're in competition with. Yeah. And honestly, when you when you say that and you and you hold on to that in your heart, that's what people come to you for. Absolutely. That's what people are buying. That confidence. Oh, that girl got some spot. Woo, yeah. you see you see yeah. how that girl said. You yeah. talking about your product? Like I know she might got what y'all think, but, but this over something. here, baby, I'm Absolutely. trying to tell you right now, and that's what sells. It's yeah. the confidence that sells. People want to follow somebody that's confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, that's true. It's oh, uh, oh, wow, this is really good. I hope you guys are sharing because we only got a few more minutes. So we got ten more minutes. I tell you, I always go down to the wire. They get on me all the time. But so let's talk a little bit about some of your desserts. Right. Some of your desserts. So uh, bestseller. My bestseller, best hands down. The peach cobbler pound cake. Like I've never heard of that, y'all. The peach cobbler pound cake. I'm telling you, yes, it is as good as it sounds. I'm not lying. I stand behind my product, y'all. Okay. I stand by. And um, the peach cobbler pound cake, we do it every Wednesdays. We have designated Wednesdays to We Cobbler Wednesdays. So we have done, um, we do a peach cobbler pound cake every Wednesday. We also do apple cobbler pound cake. We do lemon rum pound cake, which, oh, my God, it is Pound cake is just, you can't go wrong with pound cake. Um, we also do uh, cheesecake parfaits. Uh, we got your banana pudding cheesecake, which it doesn't stay in the case. The moment people walk by, they see, okay, they're coming to get at least five or six. Like, I can't keep wow. it in the case because wow. that's how fast it goes. Um, we have, you know, we do specialty cupcakes. I specialize in custom cakes. So anything you want your cake to look like, I can do it. And if I can't, then I'm going to send you to one of my good people that can. But for the most part, I'm going to definitely do it. You, you got it. <laughs> for the most part, it. I'm going to definitely do what I can to make sure this uh, this this cake comes to life. So, um, yeah, we, we do custom cakes. We do, um, right now, we rent the space out for custom events. So small events, if you want something um, very intimate. Um, we do small uh, birthday parties. Uh, we do cake and dates. So if you, okay. this is, this is a nice twist to your date night with your spouse, with your significant other, come and decorate a cake with us. We will, you know, sit you down, you decorate a cake, um, with your significant other. And then right after we have dinner and, um, we also do cake classes. So if you want to learn from the busy boss, how to decorate a cake, we do cake classes, um, on Sundays. Um, we do paint and sips every other Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that has been catching fire, we do open mic nights. So I did see that, I believe, on your Instagram. Yes. On your Instagram. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So we are just, I mean, so excited for you. I think I love the fact that uh, oftentimes we have, you know, financial people come on. But it, what you're doing is so uh, out of the box. Exactly. 
And that's what I love about it. It's out of the box. And I think one thing that from this uh, interview today, we really want to encourage people is that do what it is that God has given you to do. Even if you don't see it, if you've never seen it done before, because I'm a firm believer that there must be the first in everything, something, something. Why not? Why why not it be you? Right. Right. Because I think oftentimes we're thinking um, where it has to be somebody else, but why not me? Right, right, right. Why you, not me? And exactly for me, it was kind of like, okay, well, I, I have to sell <clears throat> this amount of cupcakes to make sure I make this. But no, when you stop worrying about the money, mm-hmm. for me, I had to stop worrying about the money. And I had to start worrying about and thinking more on the connections. There's times where people will come in just to have a conversation. There's times where people will come in and just to just to uh, uh, want to pray or just to be in there. And I might not have made any money from that that interaction, but guess what's going to happen? They're going to come back and they're going to send someone else and they're going to send someone oh this this bakery is this and they're and they and they talk about this or when you go in. So it's so when you stop so much worrying about the money and just throw yourself into whatever it is that you're passionate about. That money's going to oh, come. come. It's, yeah. it's going to come. Because if you stress about that money, you chasing that dollar, you're going to be overwhelmed. Because All the time. You, you know what I mean? You're not, you're not making those connections with people and networking. Networking is everything. Yeah, so, you know, I stopped worrying about the money and just started worrying about, you know, I got to make these connections. I want to make sure, you know, sometimes open mic night, when we first started open mic night, it wasn't bringing in um, that many um, um, people to come and sit in. But slowly but surely, people started to come. People started to, you know, they're telling people about it. And now they're coming to purchase. And that, guess what? When people come in, I want to purchase this cake. I got a big event. My, 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 my boss got this. So it's like when you just, just yeah. it just happens, you know, organically. So, yeah. so tell us where you're located, where you're located. We are located 12732 Larchmere Boulevard. Uh, it is right between Fiddlehead Gallery and our favorite things. And it is the best little thing. You're going to look for the sign that says Busy Boss Bakery. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So is there a phone number or do you have a website? Or give me your Instagram. So I know the you Instagram do. is uh, Busy Boss Bakery. Um, on, on Facebook, it's Busy Boss Bakery. Our website is www.busybossbakery.com. Um, and you can definitely contact us if you want to send me an email. It's uh, busybossbakery at gmail.com. I am always on this phone here. Uh, you can reach me. You can uh, uh, you can text. You can uh, email. You can DM, however, to get in contact. And when is the open mic night? Open mic night is every last Friday of the month. So I want to say that is this calendar. June 24th, I want to say. It's from yes. 8, 8 to 10.30, and it is, it's an awesome thing. Is we, it? we, um, my, the band with no name performs uh, live, and I promise you, I can't. I, I try to say I'm not going to get on the mic. I always get on the mic. Because, okay, I seen the <laughs> video. I'm like, is she singing? <laughs> She's on the mic. So look, look, look. We have this location here. Cleveland has availed us an opportunity for a busy boss bakery where you could come. You have your events, eat some good food, have some great fellowship, good atmosphere. And we have one of our own, our um, our Christian believers that is actually just doing it. And just doing it the way that God has given her to do it. So we are so super excited about it. I got to get out there. I got to get out there (laughs) and and just sit and just have a conversation, sit and just enjoy myself. I told you guys that it was going to be a 
awesome interview today. Thank you so much thank for coming for on. Me. Thank you. This thank is, you. It's such a pleasure. So for all, you know, it's, it's, it's summertime. So if you need your cake, if you need something special, reach out to Busy Boss Bakery. And that ends our interview on today. So as always, we thank you for tuning in. We will we will be back on next month. If you are interested again and in being on the show, then this is the phone number again. It's 216-916-9270, extension 4, extension 4. We will see you on next month. Remember, if you don't network, you don't work. We'll see you on next month. Have a great day. Good. Yay.